Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of the Ralphie Rich Podcast. I am your beloved host, Ralphie Rich. I am really not looking forward to recording this fucking episode today because I actually, believe it or not, for the first time ever, I don't feel like recording an episode, but I have to because I have to post it by Friday. So in this episode, it will be titled Nonsense Volume 1. Because I think I'm just going to literally waste your time and mine. Well, it's not really wasting my time because at least I'm recording it on camera for you here now. So the first thing we will do is story time. Story time, story time, story time, story time. Say it with me, everyone. Story time. And the first story we have of the day is the story of the sad clown by myself, Ralphie Rich. And by the way, I want to tell you guys, my real name, there are fucking cicadas outside. And this is like one of the worst parts about August and September are these fucking cicadas. They come outside with their fucking noises and they really, you know, because uh, I have a window right in front of me and they make a lot of buzzing noises and it's like, it, it puts you in a bad mood. It's disgusting. I don't want to fucking hear it or put up with it. It's just gross. And they, let me try, this is me trying to impression, impersonate, impersonate a cicada. Uh, it's, uh, they just... Like, imagine if, like, humans, there were humans uh, that came around every fucking August and September, and the only thing they did was they, like, just fucking moaning, because that's what these goddamn cicadas do, and it really makes me ill. Speaking of making me ill, let's get into this story, the story of the sad clown. There once was a boy who wanted nothing more than the attention and uh, admiration of his peers, and not just the peers that were around him, but peers and people all around the world. So this clown naturally decided that he would put himself on the internet for people to watch him. Now, being a naive little boy like this clown was, he thought to himself, if I could just be who I am on camera, people will like me. Well, months went by, even years, and the little clown, the little boy, did not get any views, as, you know, is to be expected. I mean, you know, who the fuck do you think is going to watch a little boy make a fool of himself on camera? Well, by the fourth year, the little boy had grown a little wiser, you could say, and decided to do something different, try something else out. So the little boy decides that he was going to start making uh, pop politics videos similar to some of the streamers and podcasters that he liked to watch on the daily. So in his spare time, he started reading up and researching different news articles so that he could relay stories on his show. To make a long story short, the clown turned from a naive little boy to a fucking moronic piece of blabbering shit who knew little about the world, who knew little about humanity, and decided that he was willing to sell it all, sell his soul, for a couple of hundred viewers. A, a couple hundred viewers. I'm fucking sorry, dude. 
I'm going to be honest with you guys. I'm not doing too well mentally, spiritually, physically. And the reason I'm not doing very well is because I've been distracted lately. And I'll tell you what I've been distracted by. A little over a month ago, uh, my father told me something that was quite startling. He told me that in order to make it in this life, you have to disregard all morals and values that you have. And I said to myself, that I already knew that. But he says, but wait, not only do you have to disregard all morals and values that you have, you have to be willing to butt rape anyone who tries to be an obstacle in your path to success. And I said, Dad, I already do that too. I'm gay. And he says, son, I don't think you're hearing me out. I say, Dad, I'm depressed, guys. I'm going to be honest with you. Weed is an addiction. It's a horrible addiction for a lot of people. But we've created a culture that I don't think examines or, or says how addicting weed can be. We look at it as this benevolent plant, you know, that does no harm when I think the harm is clear, and that is the dependency that it creates for its users. And having been, I want to say, six years in with the cannabis, with the cannabinoid, with THC, I can tell you there is a dependency factor. Now, for all of you weed heads out there, uh, you know, who say, oh, I'm not addicted. I just tooth the door every day, bro. I think that you're setting yourself up for failure, especially if you're one of those people who has a really nothing job. And when I say nothing job, there's no room for improvement. There's no room for advancing. There's no room for going anywhere. There's no room for... You're just cruising. Weed for a lot of people is is not going to help you get any further in life it's it, it makes you complacent to um, a, a large degree now of course personally I don't feel this way and I'm going to explain to you how it's affected me I like getting high um, it's um, it makes me look at life and um, a more positive way through a more positive lens because I feel it, me alone sober. I'm very pessimistic. Uh, one could say a nihilist, but aren't we all nihilists in 2022 if you are an American, especially part of the greatest generation in the world, or, or I'm sorry, the greatest generation in history, uh, Gen Z. Uh, we're the greatest generation. Um, but, you know, a lot of the time I find that I'm very apathetic, not just towards other humans, other people, but towards everything in my life. And I know I'm not alone in this feeling, but when I get high, it sort of makes everything more interesting. I know a lot of people, it, it lifts their spirits. I mean, it's called getting high for a reason. Um, however, when it starts to, when you get to a point where the only thing you look forward to, or not necessarily look forward to, but the only thing you think, oh, when I take this edible, or when I smoke this joint, or hit this bong, I am going to feel better. It's not good. And um, 
I want to say that getting high has gotten pretty old for me, and I think that's a bad thing too. When 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 getting high starts to get old, it might push you to want to do things that um, are maybe not the best for your health or your mind. Um, so so right now, weed for me has has not really been pleasant. It makes my body ache and feel like I have fucking arthritis, and it makes me feel like I, um, like I, like there's something wrong with my body. Like I don't feel comfortable in my own skin, and I hate that. It's one of it's. I I don't I can't tell because it it wasn't like this in the beginning because I started uh, smoking when I was fourteen. Um, I think it was uh, freshman year, midway through freshman year. That's when I started smoking, and I remember for the next two years or so, everything. That was probably the best time to get high. It was the best days. I just, I just loved it so much. I remember one summer, it was almost every day I was smoking. Um, but over the years, I've noticed that it's been much more, much less pleasurable. Um, it almost. It, it handicaps me in uh, in a way because uh, my body I don't and I don't know if I'm a fucking allergic I hope not I probably am though but I feel like like especially my hands and my my feet they feel like they're not getting enough blood to them and I can't tell if it's an actual reality or if it's just in my head um, so that's not very fun or pleasant to deal with Um so, you know, I've also, I haven't, it's not like I've been getting high for six years just straight. I have taken breaks. I think the longest break was like eight months or so. Um, I just didn't get high at all. And I think I'm going to go back to that. I think I am going to just be done with weed for a really long time, um, at least a year, or at least move to a more, you know, monthly scheduled getting high once a month because I feel like my personality is beginning to fade away like I'm just becoming a monotone piece of shit a uh, wah, 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 wah. and I don't like it I feel like I have less energy Overall, it's really hard to get out of bed. It's difficult to um, I am going to take a break from getting high. Hear me out. The reason I'm going to do this is because I don't think, I think I've grown to a point to where it has become a handicap for me. It used to be something pleasurable that I liked to do. It sparked creativity. It made me appreciate art and life more. But right now, it doesn't feel like it's doing that for me. It feels sort of like a crutch that I lean on because I go to work. You know, I have a full-time job. I come back home. I just, you know, hey, I'll get high and watch some TV, and I don't like that. I, I don't. I, of course, it's it's okay to relax, especially after a nice day, a nice hard day of work. But 
not when you're doing it every day, not when you're doing it every other day. I just don't think it's healthy. And um, I think in order to be the best version of myself, uh, I need to take a break from it. So I am hereby officially declaring sober me for the rest of the year. I hate to do this to myself, but and, and by the way, I will indulge in a little alcohol every now and then. I think that that is um, okay. All right. I will get drunk a little bit, maybe a little buzzed every now and then, especially if I'm with people. But as far as weed goes, right now it has not been doing what I want it to do. And I'm afraid if I keep going down this road, I'll make myself hate it for the rest of my life. And I know this is a downer of an episode, but here's the truth, guys. If you feel or think, if there's some part of you telling telling yourself that maybe you should take a break from weed, go ahead and do it. You might be doing yourself a favor. I have many friends who have quit altogether and have told me that their lifestyle has changed significantly. They have much more energy. They're much more uplifted. They are much more easily able to get out of bed. They are much more ambitious. Now, again, with me personally, I don't feel or think that weed has stopped me in any of those ways. Um, but uh, like, I, I still work hard. I still try to be creative or not creative, ambitious. Um, I still set goals for myself. Um, it's just that right now I'm at a place where it's not, it feels like it's sort of getting in the way. Like getting out of bed has been ridiculously hard. And I know I can attribute that to the weed because when I'm not getting high, it's much easier for me to get out of bed. Even just not being on it for the past two days, like uh, earlier this morning, it was much easier to get up out of bed. Um, not only that, but I want to talk about another factor that I think is is not good with it, and that is the brain fog that occurs generally right after the peak of the the, the getting high experience and and following through towards the the come down. Uh, the mental fog that is created is absolutely horrific. Um, it's, it, you feel dumb and even while, even before the climax, you feel really dumb and like you can't, your brain can't perform how it should, which some people say, Oh dude, that's the fucking point, dude. You just want to relax and shit. But I don't, it, it, why would you want to give yourself a handicap? Why would you want to make yourself dumber? I don't, I, I don't see why that would be something you'd want to do. Um, so I am hereby declaring I'm getting rid of the rest of my edibles. I'm selling them to a coworker of mine, and that'll be it for the rest of the year. I'm hereby, and I what me starting school. I'm a full time student. I have a full time job and a part time job. I don't even know how the fuck I'm gonna be able to manage that, but I really don't have there. There's no room for that in my life right now. So. I think it's best that I just get rid of it. And I want to see how I become without it after the first week, the first month, the first uh, few months, and the, the whole year. I want to see, like, 
Do I have more energy? Am I more ambitious? Am I more driven? And I'm already an ambitious and driven person, but maybe I can amp it up even more so. Um, this was a really, um, this was a, this was a really sobering, uh, episode. I know very monotone as well, which I am going to attribute to the weed. I do think that it, it sort of turns the person, the user almost into, um, I don't, I don't know what to call it because, because, uh, Anyway, enough about me. Let's talk about you. Anyway, enough about me. Let's try and get some goddamn fucking energy into this video. Let's try and switch a flip, okay? It's flip a switch. I thought that would be funny to say it like that. Let's try and do something that gets the energies going because the one thing I hate about when I, you know, watch a fucking video on YouTube or listen to a podcast is someone moaning and fucking groaning and being serious the entire time. I mean, when would you sit down and say, hey guys, let's come around here and talk about our feelings in a sober way that when we're like, let, let's do it in a way that, you know, we're, we don't care to be entertaining. We don't care if the other person's interested in what we're saying. Let's just drone on and on and on about our fucking feelings and thoughts and values. I mean, who gives a fuck about that shit? shit not this guy and i've been trying to preach for a very long time that once you get rid of your morals and principles you will live a better life and what do i mean when i say that morals and principles um they're two different things first of all and i'm not going to explain the difference because i don't know if i'm qualified to do that i'm a finance major i'm not going to talk to you about the difference between morals and principles even though one can say they're synonymous you can switch them out they're synonyms for each other but here's what i can say they're bad they're not good things to have in a world that like this that we live in maybe back in the 50s when people were fucking what's the word moralistic and fucking self-righteous and shit people are self-righteous today that's called the fucking democratic party the woke crowd which is pretty cringe to say but you know uh, i just want this fucking episode to be over jesus fucking christ But 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 having morals and principles is a terrible thing because it's almost like you're you're putting obstacles in front of yourself for no reason. Oh, oh no, I'm not going to do this business deal because it's morally wrong and thus miss out on all of the profits. Fuck no. I mean, where would all of our big, giant, great, amazing American corporations be without the greed of the businessman, without the greed of the executives who keep pushing the boundaries of what is okay and what is not okay? I, I think that's one of the great parts about being a human is having other humans exploit the same species that they're a part of. I mean, this is, people like to say, you know, this isn't right. What do you mean it's not right? It happens in the animal kingdom all the time. Now, then when you say, oh, well, we're not fucking 
animals. We have freedom of choice, okay? Free will. We have a conscious, conscience. What the fuck is going on? We can do what we want because we're thinking about it. And I don't know if that's true for a lot of people. When I look at people my age, just circle all the way back to the beginning. I don't think a lot of people today are aware or conscious of the decisions, choices, thoughts, beliefs that they have and make. I think a lot of people are very asleep, which is it's a pretty cringe term. But they're, they're not aware of what's going on. They have a total separate reality. Their reality is their reality, and that is it. Any reality outside of that, you could say the objective world, the real world, um, if it doesn't fit inside of their head, then it doesn't exist or it's not real to them. And these same people, they are suckers for corporate and government propaganda. They love that shit. They'll eat that shit up but something even more dangerous that i've noticed and i don't know if this is necessarily like propaganda because it's not but i i don't know if it's intentional is what i mean to say like i don't know if there's some group or institutions or governments behind it but it's the dumbification of this generation generation z and generation alpha through TikTok, Instagram, um, YouTube, but but more so TikTok and Instagram, because YouTube has a lot of great long form content. However, the shorts on YouTube are somewhat taking over, but it'll never you know reach a point to where it's like the main thing that YouTube has to offer. But we should be careful, because um, I'll notice I have I follow a bunch of meme pages on my Instagram. And this could just be the meme pages that I follow, but I'm look, I'm, I'm, I'm scrolling through, and you know we have some funny ones, some good, some, some good memes, right? But a lot of it really is just mindless fucking garbage, just absolute bullshit. Like, like you could say postmodern, it would be the the classification because it means absolutely, it means what you want. And, uh, but I don't even, that makes it seem like it's more deep. Um, but it's just, I mean, I, I'd like to go through some of them, uh, on here, but it, it's a lot of dumb shit and, and, and this dumb shit happens to be entertaining. And I feel, you, you know, you scroll through, you look at this, you, it's got to do something. It's like fast food for the brain. These short clips, these short digestible clips, they've got to not be good. And I think that it has to be one of the main contributors to this lack of just wanting to know anything about anything amongst young people today. And I sound like a fucking boomer because... Uh, compared to people my age, I am a fucking boomer for the most part. Um, but not really. I mean, I'll not fucking really. I mean, I don't have TikTok. I don't have Snapchat. I don't have, I do have Instagram, which is a, that's more of like a millennial thing, I guess. Oh, I don't really feel like fucking talking today. God damn it, dude. You know, you get home from work. 
I might just have to quit my job and and because I want to start streaming really fucking badly. Like I have a deep urge and desire to start streaming, but I can't fucking do it right now because I have a full time job. That means five days. Cry about it. Fucking cry about it, dude. Jesus Christ. You've been whining this whole fucking show. Shut up. God damn. Quit your fucking bitching, nit. Motherfuckers. But I will say this. I'll be honest with you. If you're on TikTok, dude. If you're on TikTok, dude. If you're on TikTok, dude. I mean, there's not much hope for you. And I, I don't mean the casual user who uses it once every other day for a few minutes. If you're on TikTok every day for more than, say, 20 minutes, which is the majority of TikTok users, you're a fucking loser. I'm so sorry if that upsets you. I'm sorry if you've built your life around the content you consume on TikTok. But if that's what you do and you spend more than 20 minutes a day on it, you deserve to be in the place that you're at. And maybe that's a good place, but you deserve it. You deserve it. And for those people who think that TikTok is an avenue to become famous, you're absolutely right, but it's not a good kind of fame. And I'll tell you why. I feel that TikTok fame is similar to reality star fame in the sense that it feels like they're both unearned. You know, because when you have a wonderful actor who performs very well in a, you know, a movie or a TV show, they had to put in a whole lot of work, a whole lot of dedication to get to that point. Um, whereas the TikToker and the reality star, they don't have to do very fucking much at all. They don't have to do much at all, especially, and, I, and I'd hold up the reality star over the TikToker because the reality star, at least they have a fucking camera crew and they're constantly, you know, having to make drama and shit. Whereas these TikTokers, you know, the vast majority of them are really, they're just putting out fucking low to mid content. A lot of uh, dumb shit. And you might say, oh, not my stuff, Ralphie, not my stuff. My 15-second clips are great. And I know they have clips that are longer than 15 seconds, you fucking dicks. I know they can be longer. But let's be real. Are we watching the clips in their entirety? Is the average Zoomer or Alpha, Generation Alpha person sitting there and oh i will watch this clip to the end fuck no fuck no when i see people and i i i, I observe the scrolling habits of other people because you know we have break rooms they're fucking they can't even sit for a 13 second clip and i don't blame them because the clips on there are fucking garbage except my 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 clips are great i'm gonna be a star my clips are wonderful but the the vast majority is shit and it, it's rotting people's brains 
I don't really have much more to say about this because it's it's so obvious, it's so explicit, yet so many people are willing, they're willing participants in what I think is the biggest movement for the dumbification of the population in a very long time. People used to think it was video games. These tick the TikTok makes video games look like you're a fucking scholar. It makes you look like you're actually doing something that requires some fucking thought or skill or you know leadership or anything, you know. Video games at this point, you I feel like you're a fucking genius compared to the people who are on TikTok right now who have nothing to offer this world but nonsense. Pure nonsense. I, I, I really do. I, I miss the early 2000s and the uh, late 2000s and the early 2010s. We'll never get that back. We are heading towards just a shit show of cult culture in, in 2030. I mean, what the fuck is that going to look like? We're not even going to have a, a, a monoculture or a culture where everyone is involved. It's all going to be split, segregated, fragmented. People are going to have their own cultures inside of their heads. That will be the culture. It's already happening. Uh, for instance, I'm a big Kill Tony fan. Fucking sue me. I love Kill Tony. And so do 300,000 other people. And outside of that, it's not going to have a massive effect on the culture. As we move down linearly towards, I don't know if that's a word, but as we move down, you know, as time goes on and more and more people move online and start to follow personalities, which is why I'm trying to start right now. I feel, you know, a lot of people say, oh, you started too late. I don't think... I started too late because this is the perfect time to start. I'm almost at the blossoming uh, of, of the internet takeover, um, you know, but, but culture, fuck, dude, like, now that the news, which still actually does move narratives successfully, they're going to have to find a new fucking avenue. No one trusts the mainstream media. No one trusts those fucking hacks, those losers. Uh, if you're under, if you're under the age of thirty, and you watch like Fox News, MSNBC, CNN, or any corporate-run media, like you're actually mentally impaired. There's no reason. Anyone over the age of 30, there's a reason, okay? That's what they grew up on. They had that. That's what they know. If you're like 17 and you're fucking watching Fox News, get the fuck out of here. Now, Tucker Carlson's a different story. He's entertaining as fuck, that guy. Um, he's pretty cool. He's fun to watch. Republican or Democrat, he's just a fun guy to watch. Very, uh, very entertaining. Other than that, I mean, what the fuck are you doing watching Anderson Cooper as a 27-year-old, you fucking loser? Literally watch anything else besides... Uh, I'd rather... I don't, I don't know what's worse, huh? Watching some uh, Anderson Cooper or some fucking garbage TikTok clips. Either one is suicidal at best, dude. Either one is fucking terrible. 
Anyway, I just burnt 30 minutes, and that was the podcast. I don't apologize for it being a complete hump of garbage. It was a piece of shit podcast. I'm not even going to pretend that it wasn't. I am literally just trying to get through them at this point so I can end season one because I have a very special treat prepared for you guys for the season finale. I think you're going to be very excited and happy about the season finale. Anyway, I'm going to go cook some spaghetti. I already have the the sauce done. It's meat sauce with grinds ground meat. I want to start doing meatballs, but whatever. Um, so I'm going to go cook the noodles, eat and listen to some Kill Tony, and uh, wait for tomorrow for school because that's my life now. As Mr. Truman from The Truman Show says... Good afternoon, good evening, and good night, motherfuckers.